Hello and welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I am here with the Warriors of Light in Glorifayex's cave. Reeton, you're going to fight this dragon. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I think, I think I'm okay. Aristotle? I don't know if I'm going to be fighting this dragon. You're not going to be fighting? Vraskin, are you going to be fighting this dragon? I'm going to be ripping out his throat and calling him a coward. It doesn't sound like fighting to me. Hugo, you're going to be fighting this dragon. On a cold winter morning like this, in a time before the light? All very good points. All right. Well, we're here we are in Glorifex's lair, committing battle with what was once appearing to be two dragons, but one is an illusion. The team is Reeton in front, followed by Aristotle, then Vraskin, then Hugo in the back. And we are starting uh, round three. Right at the top of the round, we have an invisible Reeton. You are 15 feet from the creature. Yes, I am. The dragon is half hidden behind a pillar. I'm going to use my headband of havoc to amplify my renewed vigor, giving it a 5d8 plus my con modifier, which my con modifier should be 8. So a 5d8 plus 8 to heal myself as a standard action. Does this provoke an attack of opportunity? I'm invisible. So we discussed this last week, basically because it's a sense, he, he knows that I'm there, mm-hmm. but he cannot see what I'm doing. Okay. So 35 more HP, which uh, not too bad. Not, not too bad on the roll there. And that also gives me a plus two to my HP for every, every round that I go into. Fast healing too. Okay. Something like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then I am going to run away. Run away. Okay. 40 feet up here. Okay. Protecting Aristotle. And I'm outside of his... 20-foot reach. Okay. Now, Gargantuan is 15... Uh, 20 by 20. 20 yes. by 20. Because huge is 15 by 15. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm okay. I'm a huge dragon. Trust me, if I could be larger, I would. Let's make him a little bit clearer about where his location is. All right, Hugo, you're next. All the way in the back, a good 120 feet away... Standing on the dais, overlooking the room, what do you do? Is uh, wetting my pants an option? What kind of what kind of action is wetting? Absolutely, my pants? that's free. That's free absolutely action? a free action. Yes, right, well, I think you're shaken as well, right? I mean, I don't think I was shaken. I don't okay. have the the blip on my token that would indicate mm-hmm. that. Okay, he's not. I believe I saved for it. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna do a move actions worth of movement. I'm gonna try to do this in a way that doesn't get me in a line with anyone. <laughs> Kind of like the one I that's that's forming now. The, kind of like the one that that I see forming right now. I'm trying to think <laughs> with Reeton, Aristotle, and yourself. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not going to happen. So I'm going to start moving a little closer to Braskin and just give him another option. I guess. Ah, Clinton, you suck. And then after that move action, I'm going to cast a spell on myself. I think because if I take too many hits like I've already taken, I will die. Mm-hmm. As you review all the great power that has been granted to you by the king in yellow. Don't even get me started on that asshole. (laughs) He chose you at a very young age. Want my goddamn eyes back. Do his will, and maybe. Speaking of his will, I accept otherworldly energies into my body and transform. My size increases by one category, my height doubles, and my weight increases by a factor of eight. My features shift into those of a cold and alien being of primal chaos. Nothing changes. <laughs> well, I, I think you guys just see Hugo a little bit more how Hugo sees Hugo. But I gain a plus six size bonus to my strength and constitution, a plus three natural armor bonus, dark vision 60 feet, which... 
and uh, SR of 12 plus my caster level. So SR 29 ain't nothing to mess with. SR 29 is nothing. Absolutely. These modifiers replace the normal modifiers for increasing my size so they don't stack. The spell does not change my base speed. Determining space and reach is appropriate for the new size. There's no, like, I don't need to worry about breaking out of anything after I do this. Plenty of room. Melee attacks deal more damage. Other magical properties are not affected by the spell. I gain additional abilities, as noted before, for doing the anarchic effect. I gain a plus two additional to the constitution. I gain DR10 slash lawful. I gain resist acid 10, electricity 10, which will be nice, and sonic 10. Plus four bonus on saves against poison. Probably won't be in effect. Blind sense 30 feet. Again, who cares? Uh, Fly speed of 60 feet with good maneuverability, and I have a bite attack of 2d6. Natural weapons and any weapons that I wield are considered chaotic aligned. I I don't think that's going to matter. Nope. And uh, I I look extra creepy. Yes. So you had a lot of tentacles and eyes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to do, and this is more of a a thing for us than the the listening audience, I'm going to take way too much time making a brand new mini for when I do this. (laughs) Please do. So so when you see it, make sure to ham it up for the audience. Sweet. I really hope it's just the Wendigo from Ski Free. We've had plenty of those. (laughs) Okay, Hugo. You are now a divine vessel. That was a standard action and a little bit of movement. Okay, you are done. Raskin, this presence near you unnerves you as Hugo transforms into something unnatural. There's a dragon to yourself. I've already bitten into this fake of a dragon and realized it's not there, so I'm going to ignore it. Uh, Acknowledge that Hugo is copying me. Because I'm the only one that's supposed to be transforming in this group, damn it. And vent more of my frustrations by flying around 80 feet. You pass right through the dragon. Yep. It roars at you. I'm going to ignore it. You, I think all of you are copying me, by the way. What do you mean, all, all right. of you? So I will provoke an AOO. Yeah, as you pass through that. Yep. Okay. Are you invisible or any of the kind? Uh, I have mirror images, but besides that, no. You're good to take a chomp. Let's do a bite. I have power attack enabled last time, so it is enabled now. A natural 20 on the die roll, AC 42. Uh, Hits. To confirm AC 30. AC 30 does not confirm. Let us roll a one die five to Mm -hmm. count for mirror images. Starting out hot. Three. So pops an image. Pops an image. Okay. With a crit bite. For 50, it would have done 50 points. Oh, that's fine also fine and then he's got staggering critical so you would have been staggered less fine not so fine (laughs) (laughs) okay all right i'm gonna hit him with a breath weapon so breath weapon just jaw open line of acid make me a reflex reflex save dc 20 something okay I, i rolled a two on the die and got a 13 okay that is absolutely a failure i don't need to look it up Right. Uh, so he takes <laughs> 70 points of acid damage. This is not a spell or anything like nope. that? Okay. This is my natural breath weapons. 70 points of damage it is. He howls in rage. You dare belch your disgusting black breath upon me. First off, it's green. Second off, you're a coward. And who amongst okay. us speaks uh, Draconic? Are they just growling at each other right now? In Draconic, yes. I mean, that's how Draconic is spoken. He's just growling. I like the idea that they're, like, having this intricate conversation, and all we hear is, grrr, I understand them. <laughs> oh, Aristotle knows. I have he permanent knows. tongues. All right. Let's see. 
Yeah, that's fine. I'll take a five foot step back and use a free action to send my senses to the illusion, fly the illusion around and breathe a line. Before you get too excited, I'm flying 30 feet in the air. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. I was excited. I know. Oh, well, this will work. I'll hit Hugo and Reeton anyway. So zap. The illusion breathes another breath weapon across Hugo and Reeton. Okay. So you say you want a reflex save. I would like one, yes. That's actually my worst. Okay. Hugo rolled a natural one. Perfect. Oh, okay. I got a 22. It says the DC is 27. Okay, so it's going to do damage to your armor as well. So it does 76 points of electrical damage, and you take that in full, plus your armor takes 72 points. Now, does it resist 10 of that as well? Uh, Yeah, its hardness applies plus two points of hardness for every plus one enhancement and plus 10 hit points for every plus one enhancement. I guess it's destroyed. Like, we have money we can't spend stuff on either, so it's not a big deal. It's just, I guess I'll start making a new character. (laughs) (laughs) No. It says the randomly determined item must also make a saving throw against the attack. Oh, there we go. Make a second saving throw. Uh, natural 20. Nice, 36. It saves. Yes. It's damaged, but it's not destroyed. And and it yeah. won't become broken. And then you have to, they're like a little more difficult to wear. That's all. Okay. The magical properties don't stop working. It doesn't fall off your body. Good. Yeah. So you're not, we're not going to have a naked giant Hugo running around. Right. Okay. We are through with that. Glorifex moved and his project image is active. During your turn, you can switch from using its senses to using your own or back again as a free action. But you can only do one free action at a time. Is that right? Yeah. You're allowed multiple free actions, but of different types. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. So he could do the lightning bolt, but he can't switch back. That would be a little OP. He's considered blind and deaf, essentially. Oh, nice. All right, Aristotle. No, I'm not sure what to do. Give Raskin Trucy. Uh, that's probably a good idea. The problem is I can't get too close because then I'll automatically teleport away. <laughs> uh, if you come around my backside, you'll have full cover. You shouldn't be able to AOO you. Okay. You're not going to be in a threatened square. Creature touched. I have enough eye ointments for 20 castings. Yeah, we're good. Okay. It's going to be, I got only 40 feet of movement though, so I don't know if I can get there. Wait, I can get here. I am still out of reach. Okay. So I have to get that close. Mm-hmm. However, if he moves any closer, then I'll just zip away. Uh, and then I am going to cast True Seeing onto my friend Draskin. All right. So you move about 40 feet right next to the hugeness that is Draskin and cast your spell. You're not blinking, correct? I am not blinking. Okay. It is creature touch, though. So I think. He's a willing creature, so he'll. he'll okay. Yep. Because we haven't done this with the mirror images before. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Cool. All right. So Vraskin's eyes now glow blue. And that's going to be for one minute per level. I get that at what, plus one caster level. So 18 minutes. Yeah. Okay. More than this battle for sure. Yep. Round four. Reeton. All right. Well, I'm going to move on in. Yep. Charge. No, I'm just going to move. Okay. And then I forget what we said at the beginning. Was it cold and acid? I think. I think it was cold and acid, yes. Yeah, cold and acid. It was a week ago. You got to forgive me. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, fire. It was fire. Just don't do electricity. Yeah, I think you did fire and acid. Fire and acid. Okay. 
Uh, no electricity. I'm just going to hit him. Okay. I know I have a 50% miss chance. Yeah. 36 to his AC. His AC is currently 43 while blind. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's all natural armor. His flat-footed and, and normal AC is the same. Okay, then. Well, I'm boned. You bounce off his hard scales. All right, uh, get him, Braskin. <laughs> I'm going to five-foot step upward and closer to make sure to put myself in between Aristotle and the dragon because I do not want that dragon getting into my caster. Base to base. Appreciate that. And very angry and get to see through his bullshit. Full round Full attack. Round, this deaf and blinded dragon. Power attack. <laughs> do it. Alright. First off, we get a bite. 42 to hit. Miss. AC 43. Alrighty. Claws. 38 miss, 43 hits. 46 points of damage. He has DR 15 magic. These are magical. Okay. Uh, Wing attacks, 28 and 28, both miss, and tail slam. And three points of acid, correct? Yes. And tail slam also misses. Okay. It's nice knowing you guys. (laughs) Alright, the dragon... Free action comes back to the dragon. His eyes clear. Wait, did Hugo go? Hugo. Oh, oh Hugo's token got removed. Yeah. Oh, because he's swapping oh. it. Where, where, Hugo? Where do you go in the round? Do you remember? Uh, I was in between Reeton and Raskin because Raskin delayed that one time. Okay. Yes. Would you like to go now? Sure. Okay. I was like, wait, what? What? We're missing someone. All right, Hugo, go. <laughs> I appear to be in the threatened space of this thing, and it's long as bitch neck. That's correct. It appears to be real. So I'm gonna do a retreat action, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Try not to be in a straight line with anyone. <laughs> Guess I'm just going to retreat uh, right down here into the southern side of the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it, Clinton. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No. Well, I'm, I'm sorry you're having a hard time. <laughs> that I am sorry about. Here's what I'm going to do. Moving to the bottom of the room, there's a big-ass pillar in between me and the straight line that would be written in Arista. Yes. You are fully limbed in red from the lanterns created by Aristotle. I have, like, anywhere from four to eight hands. It's kind of hard to tell looking at this photo I've selected. And they're all giving this dragon the middle finger. Amazing. Uh, Retreat is a full-round action, though. Okay. Withdraw. Or withdraw, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. We're just calling it what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Retreat. Okay. So the dragon takes a five-foot step up, and he can breathe again because I rolled a one on the round, so he could cast next round. Uh, I am 20 feet in the air now. But he's going to start at his line, and he's going to zip on down this way. Ah, uh-oh. Hitting Reeton and Raskin. Okay. Fair. Lightning blast. DC 27 reflex save. 18. Ouch. 23. 72 points of electricity damage. Oh, to both of you. Oh, Reeton's slow. I'm okay. I'm all right. I've been in worse situations. Mm-hmm. He has a get-out-of-jail-free card. He's going to quicken magic missile <laughs> Reeton. Wait. He'll but do his uh, spell. No attack of opportunity for that? A concentration check as he casts defensively. 33, he succeeds. Okay. Casts quickened magic missile. And uh, that's going to be what? I mean, I'm assuming he's uh, 5d4 plus 5. I'm assuming his caster level is higher than 5. Yeah. Wait a minute. What, what? I have spell resistance. Oh, okay. You do. Overcoming spell resistance, 17. 
26. Ooh. Overcome. Flash splashes against you and is useless. Nice. And then I give him the middle finger. All right. Okay, Aristotle. All right, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to get the hell out of this space, and I am going to do a full round of movement, 80 feet back. Oh, I see. Let's get me actually back to the space that I was before. That's a good spot mm. to go. And as part of that, I'm going to be ascending 10 feet. Do you need a flight check? Uh, no, that's less than 45 degree angle. Okay. Anything else? As you back yourself up against the crumbled room wall. Yeah, you know what? I am going to spend another move action and take out my smoking kit. And what? I'll what? watch. I'm going to watch the show. Okay. Confidence. All right. I'm here for backup if they need me, but I have confidence. Well, I can't heal Reeton, so I can't do anything about that. I think you can, like, do damage to the dragon. Yeah. Have you thought about doing that? Dispel would be good. Disintegrate would be good. You could yeah. fireball at <laughs> minimum. If you guys insist, I suppose they'll cast a spell. <laughs> like, if you don't want to, that's fine <laughs> and that's fair. No issue. Goddamn stoners. But at this point, I'm like, man, just just dust this overgrown lizard. He's such a bitch. He doesn't deserve <laughs> to be called a dragon. All right, let's, uh, let's zap him with a disintegrate ray. How about a chain lightning? How about not? <laughs> you said Zap Knight a heart attack. I was like, oh, please don't use lightning. I'm going to cast Disintegrate, but I'm going to uh, add Piercing Spell to it, so it will decrease his spell resistance by five. You can target him without cover bonuses from Reeton. That's excellent. And I, I would imagine, too, because I got the little bit of the height. And you got height, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is going to be a 7th level casting. Overcoming spell resistance is going to be a 37, and then his is at a minus 5. 37? Oh, no problem. What was the other thing? There is also going to be a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Oh. So it's going to be a flat 26. Okay, roll a 9 or better. 25! Hold an 8. That is so lucky. Uh, He's going to take 116 points of damage. Ooh, that hurt. Oh, that really hurt. Oh, no. Good. Okay. Big hit. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> you could have done that the whole fucking time. <laughs> I'm still I'm still invisible, oh. too, because I have greater yeah. invisibility. Yes. Okay. Son of a bitch. Round five. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm mad that I didn't even connect with the shadow last time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do Reckless Abandon. Mm-hmm. Power attack. Yes. And I'm also going to do Raging Brutality which means that I use up three rounds of rage. Every hit that I do land is an additional con modifier times one and a half. So it'll be 12 points additional. I assume this thing has magic, so I'm using Witch Hunter as well. So here we go. None of them hit. None of them ace 40, 42, 34, and 28. I rolled shitty. Oh, man. 40, 42, 34, and 28. We yep. are not rolling good tonight. Then <laughs> I'm going to take a five-foot step this way. <laughs> Takes a five-foot step back. Okay. His tail blocks and wings, and his some of them he doesn't even try because he knows it won't go through his armor. And Oh, man. All right, Hugo. Hiding behind that pillar, lit up by the lanterns of Hellscape. What do you do? I need to get... Well, you know what? Actually, I don't need to get closer. This has a medium range. Hugo will continue cowering behind his safety pillar, his comfort pillar, 
Mm-hmm. And he's going to target Loris out of a bitch with a greater dispel magic. Uh, this is non-specified, so it's just going to target the highest level on him and then go down. Okay. That is a 31 to overcome spell resistance. That is a success. And then I rolled a caster level. We got a 32, 11 on the die. Ooh, that's, that's good. Okay, so the caster level is 11th. So what's the DC on this? Uh, DC 11 plus the caster level. So 22. One to spell check, check that if an object or creature, that is the effect of an ongoing spell. Okay, no. I think what it just does is it gets rid of the first spell. There are four spells he has on him. It's the highest level spell. Greater's Dispel Magic can end more than one spell. It can be used to target Ooh. multiple creatures, blah, blah, blah. I think it's one per every few levels. Let me get exactly what that is. Oh, it is uh, one spell for every four caster levels. How many spells? Four. So I'm 17th level. Four spells. Okay, okay. So his displacement, then haste. Uh, wait. His displacement, his haste. Displacement, his haste, his shield, and his mage armor are all gone. Take that. That's handy. Good job. Kill him, Braskin. Get him. All right. Give me a sec. Dang. Awesome. I, I was literally removing the power attack buff from all of my attacks so I could hit him, but yeah, if you dropped his AC by eight, nine. 37. Go get him, Braskin. AC 37. Go get him, Braskin. I'm going to five foot step down mm-hmm. to kind of get a bit more of a flanking position in case I don't kill him. And then I'm going to full round power attack. Bite, 35 to hit. Miss. Alrighty. Two claws. 48 to hit. That may hit. Let's look at your. Oh. Oh, displacement also is gone. Anyway. Yeah. And displacement is gone. So never mind. That hits for 41 plus acid, 47. All Actually, right. there he... should be extra 2-6 for Vicious. Uh, five extra points of Vicious damage for that. He first. is at minus nine, is unconscious and bleeding. Roars! The dust crashes down from above and he falls unconscious, his blue-black blood spilling and splashing everywhere. Keep going. Yeah, I've, I'm going to continue ripping through him. Mm-hmm. And did you guys ever see the uh, the Godzilla King of the Monsters movie? Like the one no. with, uh, oh God, what's the three-headed dragon? There's a really cool scene that I want to do here where I just rip off the head and use another line of acid and just blast through it. Hey, Braskin, can I do something to that before you kill it? <laughs> okay, well, the other claw attack would have hit, but I, if he asked right. me to hold, I'll hold for a second and be like, what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come and fly over. I'm going to hold up one of my hands. and I'm, I'm going to do something called a brain drain on it. I could take a standard action to violently probe the mind of a single intelligent enemy within 100 feet. Okay, that's the dragon. It gets a will save. It gets a will save. Which is 10 plus half of my level, which right now would be 8 plus my wisdom modifier, which is, let me look it up, 8. So 26 is the DC. 25. Perfect. First thing that happens is it will take, I guess, 17 D4 points of damage. So sorry if this cooks it. Okay, roll it. And then I can use a full round action anytime between now and eight rounds to do a knowledge check using its knowledge abilities. Well, roll the damage, which may toast it before you have a chance. I still get this knowledge for the, the following rounds. Oh, I see. Okay. 47 points of noodle damage. 47. It's minus 56. That is well past his con. Sorry, Raskin. So yeah, he's dead dead. I never thought that would ever kill anyone. I was thinking of rolling knowledge geography and seeing of what this thing knows about Upper Jin Shalast. Sort through the jumble of stolen thoughts and memories to make a single knowledge check using the victim's skill bonus. The randomly stolen thoughts remain in your mind for a number of rounds equal to your, which is eight. 
treat the knowledge gained as if you had used detect thoughts. So I guess we should look up detect thoughts to do it kosher. Half a step ahead of you. Uh, while you guys are doing this, can I just <laughs> say that I kept my rage on for nine rounds so I don't die when I end my rage? Yes. Good call. Okay. First round, I detect the presence or absence of thoughts. Second round, the number of thinking minds. In this case, it'll just be the one. Third, I get the surface thoughts of any mind in the area. Each round, I get to detect thoughts in the area. And then I get the, the one single knowledge roll, but it's using its modifier. Treat the knowledge gained as if you had used thought detect thoughts. All right, what is the question you wish to ask... I was wondering about passages up northern to uh, Jinshalast and then safe places to be once we're up there. Like, what what does it know about the uh, the upper spires of Jinshalast? Ah, okay. First of all, there's the death zone. That, that sounds fun. If you need to get past the 26,000 feet area, that's the death zone. The air itself is too thin to breathe. Okay, so, it, and the pinnacle is above the death zone. Normal life is not possible at this altitude. There is simply not sufficient atmospheric pressure to allow enough oxygen to be inhaled by breathing creatures. Altitude sickness manifests almost immediately at the height. After each 10-minute period a character spends in the death zone, you must succeed a fortitude save DC 15 plus 1 per previous check or take one point of damage to all ability scores. Ooh, that's nasty. Damn. Acclimation to high altitude, such as that granted by the high altitude affinity feat, or to creatures who have adapted to surgeons, such as yourselves, offer no protection at all. Uh-huh. Now, the death zone, however, you have the rings. The rings allow you to go past it. We have two of those right now, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, three, because I assume the dragon has one. Right? The dragon has yeah. two rings on its fingers. Oh, so we have four. That hoarding motherfucker. It's almost like he's a dragon. Temperatures in the death zone are always severely cold. Well, it looks like we just got our keys. If you fail those three consecutive saving throws against the effect, you will slowly suffocate. Okay. Did someone say air bubble? Other dangers are invaders from Lang. Creatures like Lang spiders are common. I don't know what those are. There's a an occluding field, which is another... It, actually, the death zone, does. these rings do not protect you from that. They protect you from the occluding field. My apologies. The keep of the spires of Jinshalast is protected by an occluding field. Now, what this is, is it makes it impenetrable to divination or scrying of any sort. Furthermore, it sheds a powerful effect that spurns and rejects those not attuned to the region. This field feels like an invincible force, almost like gravity that seems to push against you. Teleportation effects do not function in the area, and it creates a completely impassable barrier to creatures that are astrally projecting or who attempt to enter the region while ethereal or shadow walking. The sensation also causes intense vertigo, as if gravity's direction had suddenly changed to be behind you, attempting to approach the spires of Jinshalast. Worse, once a minute, the field pulses with an invisible force that creates racking, blinding pain. Whenever that pulse occurs, any non-attuned creature in the occluding field must succeed at a DC 20 fortitude save to avoid taking eight die six points of damage. This is, bypasses all forms of damage reduction and energy resistance. And a DC 20 will save to avoid taking die four points of wisdom drain as flashes of an alien world rip through your mind, leaving madness and fear in their wake. It's a mind-affecting effect. Does uh, does Hugo get a, like a, a plus four bonus against that? Because he sees that all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, hmm. I will, I will consider that. I've been telling you guys, it's there <laughs> the whole time. A character who fails both saving throws in the same round is permanently blinded. Ha. <laughs> Suckers. Characters who wear a Sahedron ring or medallion 
can't ignore the effects of the occluding field. Nice. Mindless creatures like Contrix and Vermin are also immune to effects, as are all attuned creatures. Okay. Sounds like a piece of cake, guys. Now, you want to know more about the spires themselves? The fabled citadel of the world's roof? If the dragon knows about that, sure. He knows something of it. Situated on the steep face of the mountain, deep in the death zone, these spires of Jinchalast served as the administrative heart of the satrapy of greed and the seat of power of Karzug and his rune lord predecessors. Composed of multiple towers clinging to the side of the mountain surrounding the central pinnacle of Avarice, this vast citadel was once a city in and of itself, with each tower soaring hundreds of feet in height and containing countless passages, chambers, and battlements. Despite the size of the fortress, it is all but abandoned. Only the highest level of the Pinnacle of Avarice, the chambers where Karzug spent the last minutes of Thassalon's height, and the chambers where he will once again emerge into this world is inhabited. Its residents are Karzug's elite, his champions, his apprentices, and his generals. There are the teeth, which are structures of cut alabaster, rising on squat bases to pyramidal peaks 400 feet high. Their interiors are largely hollow, composed of a few cavernous chambers. In days of old, these towers served as the guarded gateway into the domicile of the Rune Lords of Greed. Blue dragons outfitted with necklaces of adaptation once dwelt in these towers, serving as guardians for the approach of the spires. He wished to become the first and the general of the new Dracona guardians of Karzug. But now that is ended. Ha, what a sucker. For now, though, these ivory teeth stand silent and empty. There is a Herodon's Command. Three spires have intricate facades with hundreds of arches and balconies. Each stands 1,300 feet high, and the three surround a walled compound. Lamia Herodon's, who served in the Rune Lord's highest echelon and saw to most of the administration of his empire, freeing him to pursue his magical research and plot the downfall of his rivals, became known as the Herodon's of the Mountain for their place of prominence at the feet of the Rune Lord's own abode. The three towers of this compound were the Ambassador Spire, where envoys to the court of the Rune Lord of Greed were welcomed and housed. The Rune Spire, where Jinchalast's giant servitors were subjected to the will-sapping and mind-controlling talents of the Lamias to indoctrinate them as absolutely loyal slaves. And the Herodon's Spire, where the Herodons of the mountains themselves resided and held court with their own secret councils. The descendants of these Lamia can have spread throughout Shinchalast and await a time when their leader returns to these towers. But currently, only one Herodon dwells in Shinchalast, the dangerous and deadly oracle known as Most High Siaptra. For now, this compound lies abandoned of life. There's the Malign Ascension. A winding path climbs from the Herodon's compound to the Rune Lord's Citadel. It rises a thousand feet over its meandering course providing the only direct land access from the city below that doesn't involve mountain climbing. Where was that at? That was um, between the Herodon's compound. You do this sneaky switchback up to the top, up the mountain. It's kind of a winding path. It's called the Malign Ascension. I'll try to remember that next time we're looking at the map. That's good to know, though. Uh, Fugue Towers. At the top, the Fugue Towers are, are along an edge on a cliff overlooking the teeth. This triangular fortress comprises three slender towers rising 800 feet, each connected by thick walls to create a deep pit of a courtyard in the center. A single stair spirals within the south tower, connecting all of the levels, which consists of hall upon hall of cell blocks built within the thick fortress walls. On this desolate precipice, enemies too valuable to kill wild away the years in squalor 
and isolation. Today the cells stand empty, but for the souls of the restless dead left to rot within them, but the halls themselves are still patrolled by powerful golems. It's not a place that you necessarily need to go. And then we have at the very top the pinnacle of avarice. The immense tower is the lair of Karzug himself, and it is detailed later. Uh, the dragon has never set foot inside the tower. And he never will. And he never will. Unless Runelord Karzug is awoken and then brings him back to life, of course. All right. He also has uh, 27 knowledge arcana, 27 knowledge engineering, and that's it. I think I only get the one check, actually. I just have a number of rounds to do it. Let me double check that. You may use a full round action to sort through the jumble of stolen thoughts. Oh, I, I guess it's just a full round action. I have that many to do. Is that how you interpret that? Yeah. What else would you like to know, guys? After I share with y'all a whole bunch of stuff. That was a, that was a pretty big ramble. There's a, a whole bunch of his elite up there. There's some towers that this guy never looked into. There's a path that we might want to consider using once we're up there. It's going to suck to breathe. Make sure you got your ring on tight. You're also going to have to figure out how to get past the dead zone. How do you get through the dead zone? That's right. You guys might go blind. I think somebody mentioned an air bubble. No, that's the occlusion field. Yeah, I, I think Correct. air bubble would probably do the trick, actually. Works for me. Yeah. Well, whatever you have to do, you're going to have to do it next time on Rise of the Lure of the Runes. Did we want to do a uh, loot next be before we go? Or oh, if, if this guy has any loot, he has a massive <laughs> ring. He has some rings. It's a, it's a, dragon. a dragon, really? It doesn't have loot. I know. I, I should know better. <laughs> well, where is the loot? You have to search for it. He's, he's not wearing like a, a fancy ring or a necklace. On him, he's got two rings, and, and they both have sedhedron medallions on them. I roll a thirty-six. <laughs> you're reading also thirty-six percent check. Where are you going, Reeton? Uh, around the room. Well, you see a couple of doors. There's a door over here. There's a couple of doors over here behind some uh, look like uh, bars that come down. Like portcullis. Mm-hmm. Well, if we need to search the room, we could do that next time on Rune Lords. But um, how about experience? You want to finish up with that? Yes. Yeah. The experience for the dragon Glorifex is 102,400. Damn. That's it. CR 17. 25,600 each. Sweet. He was an average challenge for you guys. That's worrying. <laughs> well, dragons are a little bit always a little bit more dangerous than a normal average challenge. I have crossed a million ex- a million experience. Wow. Magic checks, spellcraft checks to see what these two rings are. I could do that real quick, yeah. One of them does look like a Sahadrin ring. Aristotle, do you want to check? Yeah. Oh, Hugo, Hugo here. Uh, first one I got a 35. Okay, this uh, it is definitely is a Sahadrin ring. And the other is a ring of greater cold resistance. Uh, what does that give? Cold resistance 10? 30. Oh, there you go. Well, if anyone's extra nervous about it, they can always put this on, too. I guess. Okay. Yes, and uh, we'll have to come back next time to search for the treasure hoard and uh, what the team will do with it. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.